Welcome to Hamstrings and Heartstrings, where running is great. Except when it's not. I'm Ellie. And I'm Chris. Is it your pace or mine today, Ellie? I think it's mine because I got a whole lot of stuff to say today. <laughs> Starting with. I'll just, uh, I'll just push this mute button and sit back then. So last week, Wednesday, we got our second snow of the year. Well, I guess it would be the third snow because it did snow on Tuesday when we were at the track. And um, I didn't wear exactly the appropriate shoes, but I was very careful. And um, Wednesday is the day that I run with my boss. So we run pretty slowly. Sick burn, Ellie. Sick burn. Yeah, I know. Well, he doesn't look, he needs to listen to this. So, um, and, uh, so anyway, I was wearing the Kinvara. So if anybody knows like that shoe, it's not exactly a rugged trail shoe. Not quite banana peels, but a cousin of the banana peel. Yeah. And my shoes are actually yellow too. So they are pretty close. And, um, so, I. Uh, I run with my boss and it's pretty snowy and it keeps getting more and more snowy after I leave him and I'm running back home and to run back home, I have to run down the Cornell slope and basically down college app, which is extremely like very hill. It's a hill. And, um, well, I'm running down the sidewalk and I, there's about two inches of snow but I'm doing pretty well. And I have like in my head, like, Oh, this is really pretty. Like, and I'm just be careful. Don't slip, you know, just, just watch where you're going. You'll be fine. Well, underneath two inches of snow, there's a fallen construction sign and I slipped and I bashed my whole left side of my body. Like we're talking bruises and, um, I cried a little and I had to do that like pep talk. Like, you know, when you, um, pick yourself up and you're like, no, you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. For like the next mile. But I ended up running home. So I got home and the adrenaline, like at the pain hadn't set in yet. And I wasn't like the bruising wasn't there yet. So I was like, okay, maybe I got lucky. You know, I, I, that hurt a lot, but you know, it's hopefully just superficial wounds. Um, because I hit the deck pretty, pretty hard. Um, ended up taking the bus to work instead of walking, tried to be careful and everything well. And I thought that I had like, uh, my gate was fine. So I wasn't super worried about like anything broken. I texted my coach and was like, this happened, but I'm moving pretty well. I just, I think I might've just scared myself. I might have some bruising, but I think we're okay. Thursday, I took the day off of running. So, um, I didn't need to test anything and I had huge bruises everywhere, but, and my left side, but like largely my gate was fine. We're good. Well, on Friday, I go to do a shakeout run uh, just like 40 minutes, really easy with my uh, teammate, Bella. And I, it, my rib on my left side, it was like hurt so bad, like the jostling. And then I could barely breathe. And it would just like hurt when I breathed. We had to run so slow. I felt so bad for her. And all I was thinking was like, I have a race tomorrow because plot twist, my teammates convinced me to sign up for this turkey trot five mile race close to Ithaca. So we didn't travel very far and it was a very small race because that's the only reason I agreed to go. And then they had all these COVID protocols, et cetera, wear your mask and stuff. So I was like, all right, I'll go. And if it looks okay, I will run, you know? Um, but, and so I'm getting excited for this race. because It's the first race since the Olympic trials. And 
of course on Friday, I'm just like so upset because I am thinking like, I might not be able to race because I texted my coach everything that was going on. And he's like, if you can't laugh or cough without pain, you should not go. And I was just like, "Eh, okay. But of course I was going to go. So my friend, so Bella, who I ran with, she actually gave me this natural remedy that um, is called something Mont Arnica Montana or something like that. It helps break up bruises and scar tissue and pain reliever. And then I was also taking ibuprofen every three, three, every three hours. So I did the best that I could. I think I finished that whole bottle of pills. I don't know, but I was just like, Lord Jesus, please. Like, I just want to go to this race. Like I do like it just please. And so actually the next morning I did feel a lot better Um, so I went to the race and we raced and I mean, I could definitely still feel my ribs and you could see like one side was popped out more than the other one, but I think that might've just been swelling. Um, and so I was, I don't know if I would say conservative, like my coach told me because I've been training for the mile and this was a five mile race to just tempo it out. And then I actually had a workout after the race. So I tempoed it and I got fourth to my three other teammates. So, you know, I probably would have gotten fourth anyway. And so it ended up all's well that ends well on the racing front. And I like, I still have a lot of bruises and I can sort of feel it, but I'm like almost a hundred percent back. So, uh, yeah, pretty scary though for the second snow of the year and Ellie slips. So, you know, here we are. There's so much there. I don't, I don't know where to start banana peels and falls and can't laugh. Um, taking Arnica racing. Did you, was there really only four people in the race? Is that how you got fourth? I mean, there were, no, there were more, but I, I was the fourth out of my teammates. So, uh, yeah, it's great. But actually, so I have to say, this is the first race that I've gone to and I have not felt comfortable with races at all during this pandemic. And I've talked to Ian about this and he's a race director. I've like tried to believe that races are doing things responsibly, even though in the back of my mind, I was like, this is total BS. Um, But I decided I would go to this race. And if I thought it was safe, like I would run. And if not, no harm, no foul, I'll leave. Well, in the beginning, it was okay. Like we were in the starting corral and people were mostly separated. Um, we all had our masks on. Um, all my teammates and I drove up separately. Um, we were trying to stay away from people. So that felt okay, but you could definitely tell that the race director and some of the other people weren't really taking it as seriously. And then when you saw the political flags that were flying throughout the whole town, when we were warming up and cooling down, you understood why. However, we did our best and we raced, we got done. I, uh, finished the workout. And then at the end, like we came back and you weren't supposed to hang around, which it was a pretty small race. Anyway, there were probably only like 50 or 60 people in it total, like compared like through all the waves, I think. Um, but just the attitude of like the race director at the end and, um, he got a little too close to me for comfort and I was kind of put off. So I'm unfortunately like, I have to, uh, admit that like 
kind of these COVID protocols are not a real thing and I don't really feel super safe. And I'm glad that I have not run any races since the pandemic started. And I'm sorry to the race directors that maybe feel they are doing the right thing, but to be fair, I don't think it's extremely smart right now. Um, but you know, that's to be seen, I guess. So that's just was the experience at this race that I've had. And some of the other races that I've seen that have thousands of people at them, I just wonder how many deaths are going to be enough for them to not have their races. Well, I mean, they had uh, JFK 50 mile last Saturday. Yes, which I will not be going back to ever again. Yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, this a lot, and Maryland's numbers aren't great, and that's a lot of people to fly all over the country into Maryland. Um, I don't know. People are gonna people. That's the thing is, is even if races are like, even if the race does it correctly, you can't trust all the. Yeah, you can't trust all the people involved in the race. The race could have all the rules in the world. Then you throw one person and two people and three people and four people into it. All of those people come with their own perspectives and their own variables on what they're going to do. And the rules, yeah, sure, the rules might keep your permit and you might be able to say, well, we set a good bunch of guidelines, but people aren't going to do it. Like... I don't know. I just, whatever. You know what? We'll just be living with this thing for years because people just are going to people. Yeah. And the thing is, is like right now, Thanksgiving is in two days. We're all encouraged not to go anywhere for Thanksgiving. And I think that no matter how well the race is done, no matter what happens, it's sort of, encouraging people that things are back to normal and they're just not right now. And we were getting there. We were headed in a good trajectory during the summer, but we're going the opposite way and a vaccine or no vaccine. We're not trending in the right direction. And I just worry that like, it's just having races is encouraging reckless behavior. Cause it's like, Oh, well, if uh, these people can descend on this town, um, what, what's wrong with me? Go visit, go visiting like grandma Sally at, at Thanksgiving. And it's just, unfortunately, it's just not something that I really feel comfortable supporting. And I have talked to, and I realize I work for the trails collective. I have talked to Ian about this and he actually did call out JFK. And like, I was very thankful that he did because some like we as a collective need to put our money where our mouth is. Like we need to, we can't be all woke trail runners, save the environment. We care about people in this pandemic. And then Oh, but you know, racing, running is my life, man. Like I got to go to this race. It's like, come on. Like we're so close to being out of this. Just wait a little bit longer. I don't know. I just, I think it's silly. The Whatever. I just, it, it bothers me uh, quite a bit because we're not close to being out of it anymore. We are worse off than we have been ever. 
And people just think, oh, you just get sick for two weeks. I have a friend who got sick back in July. She still has no taste and no smell. So you want to live with it forever because whatever, you know, fine, mm-hmm. fine, fine, fine. I'll just stay in my hovel in my house and people will do what people do. So, uh, yeah, that's why I run in the woods with nobody else. Yeah. So, um, how was your run today? I got that lovely picture from you and it looked awesome. Yeah. I did not go to Naples, um, today. I went to Letchworth. Um, so I was down in Letchworth state park and I did um, many on the journey, 40 miles. Yeah, I did 40 miles. Right. Did you beat my PR right off the couch? Uh, I did uh, three hours, almost three hours out there. So I I did like an out and back. Um, I did essentially what uh, used to be the damn good race uh, course, which is uh, like uh, 6.7 miles. And then there is a lollipop and you come back. Um, So it's essentially Mm -hmm. an out and back. I didn't do the lollipop piece. I went to the end and then just sort of turned around. The lollipop isn't super great. You just um, did the stick. Yeah, just the stick. Out and back on the stick. On the um, stick. <laughs> it was great. Um, yeah, the trail was perfect conditions. The leaves were munched down just enough. Um, there's some places when there's no leaves on the trees, you get some other outlooks into the gorge that you don't get during the summer because of all the leaves and stuff. Um, yeah, and I just had a fun little... So, so this is what's weird about where I am right now is, you know, um, and anybody who's heard this is just trying to get consistent and build up and Tuesdays are like my big hard work day, but I'm also, you know, I got the weekend days. So on Sunday I had a super hard run. I brought Clara to Menden and I did two hours there and she, uh, is that like two loops? Um, yeah, it would have been two loops, but I did, uh, instead of the 10K loop, I did sort of the perimeter of the lower half of the park, um, the southern half of the park. So, But Clara, as I've been taking her out on the weekends, you know, she's going to be two next month. And she is officially, she is race fit now because she's like, it used to be an hour would be, I was in the summertime. I was like, okay, that's good for her. She's just learning and she wasn't drinking water. So an hour is good. This two hours, by the end, she was like, come on, come on. What are you doing? I'm a tr- I'm at a trot here. I'm not even running. So, um, yeah, she worked me, uh, worked and worked. Angelica, anyways. Um, so, yeah, she worked me. Uh, so Sunday I came home and I was like, ah. And I just like, I need to sit on a couch. And I was like, no, you need to get in the shower first because you got about 20 minutes of consciousness left. <laughs> um, and I, I laid, I sat on the couch and was like instantly passed out. And my daughter took the um, opportunity to leave me a threatening note that said, I will spare you this time because she is enjoying scaring me awake when I fall asleep after these big runs. So oh. she left me a little note that said, I will spare you this time. One of these days when I fall asleep on the couch or nap on the couch with my mouth like wide open, basically snoring, I'm going to wait for Paige to like throw something Yeah, in she's going to chuck a goldfish in there or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had that same thing today. And so these runs where I'm like really 
So I've had two pretty hard runs this week, but it was great. Last week was my first week over 30 miles since October of 2019. Damn. Which is, which is crazy um, to think that it was that far back. But again, like I had that 100-mile month in May. I think I'm going to have a 100-mile month and a 30-mile week this, this month. Like November is, you know. Turning out pretty good. It's a good month. Yeah, yeah. we started out with the winning presidential election. And now we're at a 30-mile <laughs> week. This is, we're crushing it. It's great. And I'm going to have some tofurkey on Thursday. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> oh, I got a tofurkey roast too. Oh, we'll talk so, about that in the food segment. Summer made one last year that was so good. Like the way that she did it after, you know, like, oh, she did. And she said she couldn't find it today. So we got something else. So like it's going to be tofurkey style. Anyway, yeah. Nice, nice. So anyways, yeah, two really good runs today. Today's run was an hour and a half out. And then I was like, well, an hour and a half out, probably an hour and 45 minutes back. Nope. Nope. It was like an hour and 15 minutes back. Like downhill. uh, Some of it is definitely downhill. There's, but it was, uh, but I was like, uh, my legs were just kind of working. They just did their nice. They did their thing, you know. It was a little. I even ate during the run. Like, that's wow, a, that's a thing now again. So that's kind of neat. I hate that. Hope I never get back there. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> that's so. It's so funny how you mentioned like couch to forty miler Letch- Letchworth because tomorrow, um, our friend Eric he did like basically like an eight week couch to. 40 miler Letchworth state park. It was like a big deal back in the summer. And, um, his movie, uh, that Ron did is coming out tomorrow, I think. So I'm going to have to watch that. Yeah. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. I'm not sure what it's going to be, how it's going to be. Me neither. Um, I know that Ron sort of recorded it. So, and I know he was, uh, you know, out there for a little while. Yeah. So. We'll see. We'll see what he put together. I mean, I've been, I've been asking for it for like three months. So see what this is bust out the popcorn um so it was kind of funny uh today my workout was like I I actually went to the track alone because Bella went home for Thanksgiving uh Jenny another girl another woman um she had like this she had she had a cold so she's like I don't want to you know give it to you or whatever um and then um my two other training partners they had a different workout than I um did And so, but as I was going, even though like Saturday, the, um, tempo run, like went as good as it could have, I still just like was feeling a little bit less than confident. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess, yeah, anyway, I was just feeling less than confident. So, um, our coach John gave me a workout that it was, it was what I kind of needed because the first, it was like eight by 200 and then, um, 400 into 200 three times. But the first, uh, four by, or the first eight by four or eight by 200 was like at a pace that I could definitely hit, which was really nice because one, it helped me warm up even more and get into pace. And then also it gave me confidence that like, at least I hit some of the workout, which was really nice. And then when I got to the second half, which was 400s and 200s and like a flow in between, um, they were real like a lot faster consistently than I had been doing. Not, not like, I mean, I've hit those paces before, but not like 
that many times in a row. It was more like I would finish like my last one sprinting all out to hit that pace. And I actually was able to hit them. And so it kind of was like, even though I don't feel like I'm progressing and everything, sometimes I feel like everything is still a sprint and which it kind of is. It's always going to be very hard. I've talked about that before, but it kind of was like, okay, my body does know how to go this fast. Like it's, it's going to be okay. Like you're not, cause I've been thinking recently about like, having a cap of your, as your potential as like a runner, like maybe I just, my legs are just too slow twitch. Like they're not going to get faster. And that might be true. And I've been trying to, um, just, I, you know, what I love about doing this work is I really like working really hard twice a week. And I, my other days are like, I like running easy too, but I really do like doing two workouts a week and just testing myself. And I think I always will, and just appreciating working hard rather than maybe I won't get any faster than I am. And that's okay. But some days, you know, it's a little bit like, I wish I could get faster. And so at least today I felt like a little bit of after like two weeks or more like a week and a half of just like, ugh, this feels terrible. Or like, I feel like I'm running just putting as much effort, but I'm not going any faster. At least I felt like, okay, maybe, maybe I can just like inch forward, like a little bit, like a half a second or inch forward, you know, it's, uh, it's so, you know, it was, a it was nothing groundbreaking, but you know, at the speeds you're running a second or two is pretty good improvement. So yeah. Would you say that workout that you liked, um, was it more like a, is that sort of what, um, milers do for an endurance workout, which is like, okay, you can hit this 82 seconds, just hit it eight times instead of like, you know, progressively trying to get faster or have, have, um, places where you're like redlining and anaerobic. So John and I are still trying to work out what kind of a miler I am, because some people are like, like my teammate, Jenny, she's a faster. So she would do, she comes at it from speed. So she would benefit more from doing like really fast 200s, 400s and stuff. Whereas like, because I've done ultras, I do have a lot of slow twitch muscles, it might, uh, I might be able to get like the sim, a similar result of what I wanted, but I might need to come at it for more of like an endurance thing. So I think that just might be the way that I'm built, um, which my teammate Bailey is kind of built that way. Like she, like it takes her like six reps to warm up. Like, and so her last mile might be extremely fast, but like, she wouldn't be able to do that same speed mile, like the first rep. Whereas like my teammate, Bella, she could probably hit that on the first rep, you know, where she like, she doesn't like it when we start with stuff that's slower. She'd rather start with the fast stuff where I'm like, I kind of am glad that like, we have some slower 200s in the beginning so that like, then like my body's a little bit more ready to go. So it could just be because I did ultras and marathons first instead of, you know, what they did, which was start when you were 12 sprinting. Yeah. Yeah. It takes me a good hour to warm up. You guys would be done with your workout by the time I'm ready to go. <laughs> well, so this morning I was alone at the track, but the high school, the Trumansburg high school team, um, like six of them were doing some 200s while I was warming up. And like, honestly though, like they just like walk on the track, do a couple of those like Frankenstein walks, maybe like a, um, like 
I don't know, maybe they might bend over and like do a lunge and then they just start sprinting. And I'm like, hello, I'm like still in my warm up for like 20 minutes. They've like done their whole thing and then they're gone. I'm like, oh, well. Even more depressing is they look over and they go, oh, look at that old lady. She's still training. They cheer me out on the warm up. They're like, oh, good job. I'm like, oh, thanks, guys. I used to be somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I was just pissed because I was like, I hope they stay because they can probably pace me for those last 200s. That's what I need. Yeah. Ooh, oh, boy. We burned everything up. Do we, we're going to blaze through our topic. You want to blaze through it real quick? What's our topic? You wanted to talk about turkeys and turkey trotting. I thought I did. That was my turkey trot. What's your turkey trot? Are, are you doing a turkey trot? No. Uh, no. I've actually... Are you going to run it all? I've never done a turkey trot. Even the Buffalo one? That's the oldest one in America. Never did it. You're from there, man. I know. I've never done a turkey trot. Ever. Uh, um, I don't. You know what? Um, it just doesn't appeal to me. Like, it, it's lots and lots of people. Lots of people. Well, in Buffalo. Yeah, Ithaca's more chill. In Rochester, too, it's a ton of people. Like, I think we've had, like, 4,500 at points. Like oh, wow. Huge. Um, but it's it's lots of people on a holiday morning. <laughs> That's two. Um, the third one is it's a lot of people, and, and I don't begrudge them because they're getting out and doing the family thing, but it's a lot of people that also just have never been to a run or a race. And I feel like if you're going to go to it, that's how you have to go to it. You have to get a group of people, get your family, get your friends. You're going out for an outing. You know, I don't know that except for five to 10 people, the actual legit Thanksgiving turkey trot should be considered a race, you know, but mm -hmm. again, that's because I'm just not in it. I mean, there's people that live and die by the turkey trot and love it. And that's why it's so big and so popular. Um, I've never done, I have done a few, um, trails rock troubled turkey runs, um, which are so much more my speed. Well, in one way, um, because it's just a small group of people and it's in the woods and it's like you run to catch the sunrise. So then you're home by like eight 30, you know, and your run is done. It's eight 30 and you didn't deal with crowds and bibs and corrals and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I actually love the Thursday, you know, Thanksgiving morning trail run. So aside from doing it with trails rock, I'm going to take old Clara pup out and we're going to go, you know, run through black Creek on Thanksgiving morning. Yeah. I really only do a turkey trot on Thanksgiving. If I remember <laughs> a lot of times I forget about it and I'm like, Oh crap. The prediction run started five minutes ago. I think I'm late. Um, Ithaca does something cool where you just, you, the entry fee is you donate some food to the pan food pantry and then it's a prediction run. So it's usually like a 5.5 ish mile course and you just write down your name and how like fast you think you're going to do it in the beginning. And the person that's closest to their time gets a pie. Uh, usually every year I like write down like 50 minutes and then I just jog it with the Dawson family, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of fun. Um, so I've never raced that one. This one, we actually like, we sort of just knew it was a race. So I guess I raced this turkey trot, but, um, yeah, this year I think I'm just uh, running with my boss, which I'm running with him tomorrow. And then we decided we're going to run on Thanksgiving too, but we're going to run someplace different. So we'll Ooh. see. 
I know. Well, I mean, his girlfriend went to home to New Jersey. So she's going to be gone for like two weeks. I was like, okay, we're doing a turkey try. You're not going to be alone on Thanksgiving. He's like, I won't be alone. We're Skyping or whatever for FaceTiming Thanksgiving. I'm like, that's lame. We're doing a turkey trot. <laughs> so we'll probably run around. That's so like John Candy or Bill Murray of you. You're not going to be alone on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I told him to set up like a Thanksgiving aid station at his house. And then we can just like keep doing loops and do like yeah, a marathon. He's like, that sounds terrible. I was like, that's true. I don't know if I'd be able to finish a marathon, but fueled on cranberry sauce. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. All right. Um, let's, uh, it's Thanksgiving, right? It's time for giving thanks. So you got, you got one off the top of your dome that you can say you're, uh, something you're thankful for in this very interesting and weird time where it's very, very easy to just be negative and grumpy and grouchy and, uh, cynical. You know, I am very content right now and I, try to have a low threshold for gratitude. So really anything that's funny or like good fortune, I try to be thankful for it. Um, and in the mornings, actually, when I wake up, I've started to like, when I do my like stretch and I got to get out of bed, I try to be like, thank you that I can do this. Um, so for right now, I'm just very thankful that I feel very content at, with just how my life is at an arm's length. And that I can just appreciate being here and being present in the moment. So that's all I got. Wow. That's a good one. I guess I was just going to say, I'm super thankful for our extensive park system in Rochester and central New York. Um, we are not in a uh, giant big city where we cannot leave our house and cannot uh, go out into the city streets because there are too many people. Um, we can still get out and get some fresh air and get some mental well-being and find a little bit of space. And uh, I have consistently been thankful for that in Rochester. That's why I've stayed here. But boy, is it more more important now than ever, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, most of the time when I wake up, and the thing I'm grateful for is that I can run and I'm not suffering yeah. with any injury, mental, physical, emotional. I just, it does feel very nice. Yeah, so I'm very happy very about that. To, it's very good to be in a good place. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know. And if anybody listening is not in a good place and you need to like vent to someone or talk it out, please don't hesitate to hit me up on the DMs. Yeah, and it's totally okay to not be in a good place place mentally because it's weird we've all been there and we'll all be there again yeah uh, but so. also speaking at thanksgiving it's time for everyone's favorite segment so tell me about your tofurkey chris because i actually was given one our um my uh, the company i work for gave everybody the option of a turkey a whole turkey a whole tofurkey or two full thanksgiving meals to all the full-time employees which is very nice so i chose the tofurkey because i've never had tofurkey before in my life so i got a frozen fake bird in my freezer right now so i got we had one of those last year and it was really great. Summer did it like she did it up well, uh, cooked it great. Um, I really enjoyed it. And, you know, even the kids were like, I want to try a piece of that and totally had a piece of it. Um, and they were like, this is great. Um, 
So what she got me today, and I'll put this in the show notes, is a there's this company called Field Roast, and they make uh, plant-based foods. And uh, mm-hmm. I got, um, two weeks ago, we went over to our friend's house um, for like a backyard sort of sit around the fire type of thing. And I brought these um, burgers that they make, and they were made with like... Um, Barley and carrots and, and not like your standard, like, okay, here's a bunch of soy slapped together in a patty. Um, so they had those and I was like, these are absolutely awesome. So this, what she got me today is what they call a plant-based celebration roast. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds festive. I've seen those in the stores. Yeah. It's called, it's sage and garlic is what it's based on, but the ingredients are actually butternut squash, onions, lentils, sage, garlic, and a bunch of other like spices. So, ooh, feeling fibery. Uh, well, you know the butternut squash, man, that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. I have two of those on our mantle. They are our decorations until I eat them. <laughs> we had uh, that stuffed apricot, uh, stuffed ap- acorn squash uh, last week, which was out of this world. Stuff. Oh yeah! Thanks for sending me the recipe. Is really nice. I, I sent you only asked for the sloppy Joe lentils recipe on the podcast. I asked for that recipe. <laughs> Love I, you. I was <laughs> that's two in a row. And I'm I grateful it. for Chris. Yeah, yeah. The friends like these guys. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, so, anyways, I'm having a plant based celebration roast. That sounds really good. But you know what? Honestly, my I've never loved turkey for Thanksgiving, even when I ate turkey. I just didn't. I mean, I love I mean, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this, but there are some folks that just live for the sides. Thanksgiving is mm-hmm. all about the sides. Mm-hmm. Stuffing, cranberry sauce. You can't those are my two favorites. Stuffing together. Yeah. And back in the olden days, scalloped potatoes with just piles of cheese and little tiny slices, cubes of ham all stuck in there. That was one. That was one who they had to pull me away from that when I was a little kid. So, <laughs> but sorry, just saying. No, it's okay. I'm just, I have a, vis- I have a visual right now. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. Cranberry sauce is my favorite from the can or made. I don't care. I'll yeah, eat both. You like the jelly cranberry sauce? Oh, I do. It. Yeah. Like that stuff that retains the shape of the can. Mm. That's one of the yes. best to put on the leftover turkey sandwich. sandwiches. Cause that is legit. Uh, my favorite was like white bread, turkey, stuffing, potatoes, gravy, cranberry sauce, bread, smash. Enjoy. And then go to sleep. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, my uh, coworker, Robbie, is making Paige and I. So, well, he's making it for everybody. But, I mean, he's uh, he made sure that one either Paige or I were working tomorrow so he could give us some cranberry sauce, which I'm looking forward to. And coworker Robbie. Have you ever called him Cole Robbie? Because that would be pretty cool. No, but maybe now I will. Cole Robbie. Uh, the other win of the week I've had with food is, um, so my boss, 
told me in a very nice way that when I eat oatmeal for like a snack, we have oatmeal cups that are in our hot case to go that you can take. It's just plain oatmeal. And, um, by like 2 PM, we pull them if they haven't sold. And then I usually end up eating one uh, as a snack halfway through the day. But I kind of was getting, was getting like a little bit like uh, heavy handed on my toppings. And he was like, Ellie, I, you can't put that much stuff on there because like it looks bad and I shouldn't make you pay for that. So uh, for the past like month, I've been trying to teach myself to just eat oats plain, not for breakfast. For yeah. breakfast, I like to add stuff, but I've had to like, you know, slowly taper down my like toppings on the oats. And this past week for the past two days, I've had plain oats and I really, really like them. So it just took some tapering and I gave myself time, but now I can eat the oats plain. And now I don't get shamed for all the toppings that I used to put on the oatmeal. I love it. I, I told you, you just had to taper off the toppings and then you're good yeah. to go. Just yeah, like, I know. You can't quit cold turkey. Um, you have to taper. Can't it. quit cold granola. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, that's great. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, and, and like so I said, it's, it's good. still good. It's still good to put things in your oatmeal. Oh, I do that for breakfast. Yeah, but I mean, for my snack, I don't need like a king snack there. I just <laughs> need like a little oatmeal cup, which is fine. It's also good to just know that you could do that in a pinch, you know. Exactly, because I I sort of give myself these situations like Ellie. What if you didn't have all these things and you just ate oatmeal? Like you need to be able to do that and not be sad. And so now I won't be sad. I'll be very happy. Nice, very very nice. I can do that with rice too. I can just eat like a bowl of rice with salt. That's fine. <laughs> it's great. Just a bowl of salt with rice. <laughs> no. I can't do that much, but just a bowl of rice with salt is fine. Oh, so good. I am grateful for you, Chris. I'm grateful for our podcast. Oh, I'm even going to keep that in the edit so people know when you're mean to me, they can refer back to episode 31. Mm-hmm. Yes, they can. <laughs> All right, Ellie. Well, that's it. If you guys are grateful for us, you can follow us at Hamstrings and Heartstrings. You can follow me at Gazelli, and you can follow Chris at Running Inside Out. Yeah, and we have a Patreon page uh, at patreon.com slash hamstrings and heartstrings. Um, that is getting some fun recipes and stuff from Ellie, and we were just pre-show talking, um, formalizing some more plans. So that's going to be a neat little place for our little group of dedicated listeners to go um, in the coming new year. So check that out and get in on it if you want to uh, contribute to helping the podcast monetarily. And if you don't want to, that's cool because you're listening and that's enough for us. Yeah. And have a happy Thanksgiving, you guys. And um, just keep running. Just keep running. Just keep running. Just keep running. Bye. Bye. Bye.